For a wicked town, Sunrise had the sweetest name and the most ideal location of any cluster of weather-beaten false fronts and board shacks in the Crazy Butte country, which meant the East Teton Range. It was as if some evil genius had set it down, ready-made in its idyllic setting, as a lure, a trap for the unwary who would find its enticing beauty a mirage. Between the resorts and other buildings that lined its short main street, grew towering cottonwoods, whose graceful branches arched and weaved and purred in the wandering winds. A stream, crystal clear, meandered through it, its banks green and sprinkled with nodding willows. And on all sides the plains rolled away in waves of gold to splash in purple breakers against the hills. Over all this, ten miles to eastward, Crazy Butte reared its rose and turquoise crown. It was as though nature strove to draw a veil of camouflage about the town's rough exterior, for Sunrise was notoriously bad, outrageously wicked, reckless, and as wide open as the arching blue vault of the sky. And if an evil genius had seen fit so to place the town, then that genius also had chosen to put Big Tom Lester at the head of it. In sunrise, Tom Lester's word was the only approach to law. His was the largest resort, the Red Arrow, and he dominated most of the others. He boasted acquaintance with every outlaw, cutthroat, killer, rustler, gambler, and tin horn in the vast Crazy Butte district. He possessed a flaming tongue and wore a ready gun. It was said he had his clutching fingers deep in the spoils of every band operating north of the Teton River. Men who could beat him to the draw, he bent to his will by the sheer ferocious force of his personality. He was as big physically as he was powerful otherwise, black-eyed with ruddy veins tracing intricate patterns on his cruel face, thick-lipped, square-jawed, aggressive, malignant. At some time or other, sooner or later, every shady character that came into the Crazy Butte region drifted to Sunrise and into the Red Arrow to report. The resort boasted the longest bar north of the Missouri, drink of volcanic strength, every conceivable gaming device, a dance floor and women to keep it busy, limitless poker, and any kind of a welcome a newcomer might desire. Forty feuds had been shot out in the street in front of it and in the space between its near wall and the corrals behind it. The Red Arrow, then, was the hot spot in the wildest town between the Missouri and the line. On this warm May night, sunrise was thronged with the first big influx of visitors after the tardy retreat of winter from the North Ranges. Big Tom stood at the lower end of his long bar, a black cigar thrust between his thick lips, his pudgy fingers beating a tattoo on the surface before him. The bar was lined three deep. Card tables were filling and other games drawing a patronage that indicated capacity business by midnight. Big Tom's eyes gleamed with a fierce light of exultation. This was his kingdom. A slight, wasp-like man, tanned and wrinkled, beady-eyed, glided through the throng, twisting and sidling like a snake until he reached Big Tom Lester's side. He hardly came up to the big man's shoulder, and Lester did not look down at him, but inclined his head. Mills is in town, 
said the small man in a voice that barely carried to Big Tom's ear. The Red Arrow proprietor showed no flash of interest, but he now looked down into the other's eyes. Where? he asked. Who's with him? Just put up his horse, replied the small man. He's alone. Must have rode clear in from Milton where he looked. Dust and sweat and... Go keep an eye on him, Porky, the larger man commanded. He'll be coming to see me. Keep this to yourself, and I don't want him bothered.